Welcome back, y'all. Welcome, Welcome back. back. We're Welcome back. back under construction. Back. What a very interesting week in sports. We have a lot to talk about, despite there not being a, a lot of action going on. The NBA is back in full swing after All-Star break. Uh, there was a very interesting, um, it was a, I guess you could call it a fight. I mean, it was, was, it? It was two guys in the ring. <laughs> was it a fight? It was two guys in the ring. But it looked like glass. My ears bleeding. My ears bleeding. My ears bleeding. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but uh, in better news, Under Construction Crew actually had a correct prediction. I think we all predicted the Hornets to go 1-1 one 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 one. the past week. And that's, that's exactly what that's they did. Right. Uh, they beat the Chicago Bulls, and it was the most Hornets one on one, one and one ever. Oh, definitely. No, yeah. I, I gotta give it up for uh, Kaiser. This is Negro Domus right here. He said, "If Kyrie is playing, we will win. If they don't, <laughs> if he does not play, play we're gonna get beat up." Yeah, and that's exactly what <laughs> we even the commentators were saying. They, they didn't want to come out and say, like directly. That the the Nets were better without Kyrie Irving. Look, without even hearing the commentary, I bet they said something to the effect of, "Well, the ball sure is moving." That's exactly <laughs> what they said. That's exactly look at the ball. It's not sticking. Yeah, it's just not sticking. The tonight. ball movement. Oh, they they, they, they said they're forced into better ball movement <laughs> because Kyrie uh, is not there. Hey man. Um, hey y'all. We can't we can't ignore. We have somebody. We here. have a special. Guests today. Guests, y'all. Just right in. Why don't you introduce yourself? <laughs> I'm uh, Matt Morrow with Charlotte Football Insiders. Yeah. So he's gonna uh, be our fourth man this episode. He's gonna stick around for the pan- uh, for the Hornets talk, and certainly has a lot to say about the uh, the biggest enigma in Carolina pro sports oh, right God. now, the <laughs> Carolina Panthers. So, um, oh boy. But. Uh, Let's talk about the Charlotte Hornets. Let's talk about that Chicago game. Um, real good of them to come out the way they did after a bit of a break. They didn't look too flat. We had said that. I still think that Chicago loss early in the season yeah. kind of stings. It it's funny because the Hornets were up by, what, 22 at one point? Yeah. yeah. And ended up only winning by 10. And fans were upset. <laughs> Man, well, fans are good. Charlotte Hornets fans are upset perpetually upset for everything. At something we yeah. win too much, we lose, we too, lose much. too much. Malik we, doesn't play enough. We, Malik we, plays too much. We need to tank. Why didn't we win by more? It, you're never gonna please Charlotte. Malik Hornets, Monk man. was uh, the high score that game. 25 points. Miles Bridges had 22. Bridges also led with eight rebounds. Devontae Graham, his slump continues, but he did have seven assists, which kind of answers the question: If Devontae Graham is not shooting well. What else does he does he offer? Um, Ronnie, you want to take this one first? Uh, I'm guys. I'm concerned about Devonte. Yeah, uh, he has yet to adjust to this uh, to to the to the defenses actually playing him. And long term, we, we we may need to look at a another point guard. Man, I, I'm being real with you. Um, I, I hate it's a hot take, man. It's, it's very hot. But listen, I, I'm he's gonna, 24. He's gonna be 25 this year. I'm going to I, go ahead. I was going to say I I don't think that the age thing really matters much here. It it's game time. How much road wear do you have? And essentially, this is this, this is only second season. You know, he didn't get a lot of playing time with the Hornets. Spent some time with Greensboro last year, and it's just that teams adjusted to him, and he's got to. In the offseason, he's going to have to make some improvements, particularly going to the basket. Particularly oh going guys. to the basket. The mid-range game needs to be worked on. Yeah, he, he's got to 
Be more like Kemba. <laughs> hey, he does. Can, can I jump in on this? Go ahead, yes, yes. Yes, um, please. You know, I don't think it's too early um, to. Uh, you shouldn't give up on Devonte right now. Nah. Um, second year, and like like you said, you know, mileage on the body is very important. He has had some success in his mid range game. He is trying to find that floater. Like Kemba mm-hmm. uh, develops the, the stuff around the basket. Yeah, yes. you yeah. don't have enough stuff. Yeah, and I, I think the uh, NBA's thing with either shooting threes or layups is kind of hurting. You know, the mid range game. <laughs> we talked about it earlier. Yeah. It is, but and, it's, and it's your a necessary star, evil. Well, yeah, but your star players, you know, they their mid range games are great. You yeah. know, and that's that's what I don't understand about this whole analytics deal. Uh, but the big you fit in perfectly here, yeah. buddy. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> but to stay on topic with Devonte, I, I think he's just fine. Um, you know, an off season of working on that mid range game, looking at tape, which you really don't have time to do in yeah. the season, analyzing how teams are attacking you. Um, I think we need a star. You know, well, that's before, goes without yeah, saying, before <laughs> you know anything else. But we, uh, rumors have it uh, that. Uh, the Pelicans don't want to max out Brandon Ingram. That might be our star. Is I he really that. better than <clears throat> PJ Washington? Miles Bridges are going to be. Yeah, I think I he think is. Man. Hold on, right now he is. But I mean, offensively, man. In the future, I'm, I I don't know about PJ Washington. PJ Washington is a, he's good. PJ Washington is going to be. Yeah, my bad. No, <laughs> <laughs> PJ Washington is going to be something special. I think. You're really high on PJ Washington. I am, I'm, and I was not when we drafted him. I he, thought, to me, his his ceiling is a Paul Millsap, a, a slightly more athletic Paul Millsap. That, that's that's what I see out of PJ. It's just that when I look at guys like PJ, what does he do poorly? He didn't really do anything. Nothing. Poorly. No, 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 look, no. This is an no. interesting take, being that he didn't have a great week. Jack of all <laughs> trades, <laughs> master of none. Yeah. Jack of all trades, master of none. See, y'all, y'all actually bring me to a point that I wanted to bring up. I think this is funny how this team goes as PJ and Devonte go. Mm-hmm. When PJ and Devonte don't have a good game, you get games like the Brooklyn Nets game last night. Now. That's okay if you play in the Chicago Bulls. They just outsucked us. You get what I'm saying? Right, yeah. But when we play, when we play quality teams, and you need everybody to be consistent, and Devontae doesn't show up, and PJ doesn't show up, you get results like you got last night. Now, in terms of Devontae and, and the level of concern I have for him, it's not very high. We need to keep in mind, y'all. I'm going to keep banging this drum. Kimmel Walker was a 37% shooter oh, yeah. his yeah. first oh, yeah. year Three, or two. Four years, yeah. And Devontae is essentially the same thing. And you have to understand, look, I maybe this is a hot take, but let's not forget, y'all, he's a second-round pick. And maybe it's yeah, for a reason. You get what I'm saying? So my level of concern is not very high for Devontae Graham. Um, games like the Chicago game, he does a score, but he still makes somewhat of an impact because he did have seven assists, which did help us pull out a win at least against the Chicago Bulls. So you take that for what it's worth, man. So I got a question. Fair or foul? Uh, I've seen online that Malik Monk should start. Should he or should he continue his bench role? I mean, he's, he's been surging this past couple what, Why would it hurt now? Here, here's my thing, man. But who do you bench? Who don't you bench? <laughs> well, hey, hey, we've seen – we remember the Dwayne Baker situation. He yeah. started off hot, right. he, and then he lost the starting job to someone that was outplaying him, right. Devontae Graham. 
could lose that starting job. It, to I, here's my question, man. Well, not a question, but here's my statement, man. There's outside of Terry Rozier, I I believe Terry Rozier has his spot cemented on this team as a starter. Yes, there's agree. no way I would adjust Terry Rozier's role in any way, know, shape, or form. No, no, no. He Terry led Rozier. the Hornets in scoring for like a month. Seriously, straight. right? I right. mean, to be honest with you, look. He's he's been able to lead the team in scoring because Devontae's a good enough passer and, 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 a, and a better floor general than he is. To me, he's more of a combo guard. Who's reliable? Who's more reliable? You, you can't say Rosie is not more reliable, reliable, man. I mean, come on, dude. I I, I, I mean, w- so 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 listen. So so you bench you bench uh, Graham right and play Monk. Yes. Who's your point guard? I I I I, I, I don't I, mean, I don't on. trust I don't trust Reggie. I don't, I don't trust uh, Terry. To, to, to be the full-time point guard. Yeah, but you can't... Uh, okay, you can't have Devontae Graham out there going cold just to pass the ball to Malik Monk. I, I just don't think that works. <laughs> well, well, the thing about it is, in this point of the season, it doesn't matter. I That's mean, my point, at, at the end of the day, you know, if you want to experiment, now's the time to go ahead and experiment. Long-term, I agree. I don't think... Um, Malik's a point guard, first off. Well, right? absolutely um, not. That, yeah. That's a disaster. It, when anytime yeah. you put Malik Monk at point guard, as well as he's been playing, Malik can play one w- spot. One spot. He can play the two. <laughs> We've seen him play the one. Drive the ball every time. Yeah. <laughs> we know he can't play the three. So now, uh, look, man. I hate to be such a Debbie Downer, but let me remind everybody: we beat the Chicago Bulls, who did not have Laurie Markkinen, nor did they have Wendell Carter. So I, I, let's quell. Our expectations <laughs> just a hey man, bit, so man. so so y'all aren't on the playoff train because Miles. Absolutely. I was getting ready to bring that up. <laughs> you, Miles is wanting to make a, pro- My, a playoff Miles push. To make that push. He should. If if Miles Bridges had said anything other than that, I would have been like, I would have been disappointed. Yeah. Every player on the Hornets should be like, no, nah, we're trying to win. I, I need yeah. I need fans to understand. Players and fans are two totally Dude, different yeah, animals, yeah. man. There's yeah. not. I, I, I'm with Kaiser, man. I wish a player would say, "Well, you know what, man? We're not really playing for anything." <laughs> like, I'm just out here collecting the check. I'm just out here playing, Nick man. Nick Batum. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> was he even at a game? I, probably not. Yeah, he was on the bench, man. He was on the bench. You, you sure? Yeah, yeah I like the sleeping cop. Hey, man. He, 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 He's buying into the young guy. He's like, man, I'm not going to play, man, but y'all fun, man. <laughs> I wish I could get paid $24 million to go watch basketball. Man, it must yeah. be nice, man. Man. <laughs> I mean, has he played ever since Paris? No. No. no yeah. Not no, one minute on the court. I was telling people that he was playing because they were getting ready to showcase him in Paris. And yep. ever since then, he hadn't got off the damn bench. I, I, look, I'd be offended, man. I, I would honestly be offended. Like, so you just you pimped me out for Paris. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. <laughs> if you came you back and offended? For $25 million, no, you, you can did, offend me. Did, 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 that check did that direct deposit go through? I don't care about being offended if that direct deposit went yeah. through. <laughs> Is it competitor or no? It's who a competitor? Nick Batu. Is, what? Is, is there... <laughs> Is there a croissant eating contest? (laughs) Come on. Yeah. If it comes to eating pastries, probably, but not basketball. That's my nickname for him, French pastries. (laughs) If you fall asleep on the bench during an NBA game, if I fall asleep in my cubicle, I'm fine. Yeah, you're you're not coming back to work. So... He's not coming on this show if, if he watched video. Oh, uh, well, oh, do- gosh darn. Look at that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, the You're welcome on you structure. You, you can come defend yourself, but, yes. you know, you ain't no allies over here, buddy. Nope. Got no All right, Boris, yeah. 
Hey, Which is, that is my greatest fear <laughs> that this cat is gonna leave the Hornets and go win a chip somewhere, go to balling out. Yeah, now like, he's gonna go to the Lakers. He's gonna be the uh, the the, uh, the the backup small forward to LeBron James. Something it just <laughs> off the bench, just averaging ten watching, points a game. Watching Tyson Chandler beat LeBron James in the finals, knowing that he was trash when he played for us. Uh, watching Boris Diaw beat LeBron James uh, in the finals, knowing, and I just got this icky feeling that it's gonna be Nick Batum. Be watching him in the finals beat LeBron James, like what? Okay, it's gonna so be MKG too, which is too. the irony is that we can't beat LeBron James yeah, when he's anyway. anyway. <laughs> okay, moving on from the Nick Batum's uh, portion of the construction. <laughs> there's so there's there's some something encouraging I want to talk about. His name is Jalen McDaniels. Yes. Um, yes. Not doesn't really score a lot. Matter of fact, uh, did he even score at all in the Bulls game? Don't even think he scored. Nope. No. Nope. However, he did. He's making an impact when he's on the floor, and yeah. he's and me and Rodney was at the game last night. We noticed, like, man, he's getting some solid minutes, man. Yeah. And I think JB recognizes, like, okay, when this guy's on the floor. He defends the way I want the whole yes. team to defend. Mm-hmm. And and it, it's funny that we're looking at a rookie as the example of what the other players should be doing. <laughs> That's pretty sad, but whatever. Um I, I noticed I and I noticed like he he's very long, he's athletic. You you let him mess up because he did a few times. He missed the layup last mm-hmm. night, but you let that stuff go, man. And I think that's an encouraging sign, man. You need guys like that. Yeah. The, you have to have guys. Remember CDR? Yeah. That, uh, yeah. That's who you're love that me dude, of. man. Yeah. yeah everyone He's a loves three, 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 three and D guy. Yeah. 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 And um, so I, it's it's clear that the Hornets and Borrego have embraced the youth movement, and they're making good on their word. Hey, we're about we're about player development this year. Uh, the question about whether or not Monk would start, like we all said, it, it, it wouldn't hurt, but um. Somebody's feelings gonna have to get hurt, and there's nobody on this team whose feelings are worth v- valuing that much. Yeah. Like maybe that sounds worse than what yeah. I needed to sound. No, but, but you're right. Somebody, you're somebody's right. gonna ha- because ideally, you either you have Monk starting at the two, and then you have either Rozier or Graham at the one, mm-hmm. and then one of those guys is the backup point guard, and there you go. There's there's your guard rotation right there. But somebody feelings would be hurt. I want to get back to Kyrie Irving. I, I know y'all are like, why the hell is? And, and I know y'all are like, I know y'all are like, this is a Hornet segment. Why are we talking about Kyrie Irving? But there's a reason I want to bring back up Kyrie Irving for a second. I want everybody who's listening out there watching us. If you if you're bored enough, go look at the box score for the Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> I want you to tell me what you notice if you look at this box score. Now, for those of you who are not, let me just explain something to you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight players in double figures for the yeah. Nets last night. Mm-mm. Eight. Eight, guys. I, I don't even think I've ever seen eight players in double figures on a basketball team before. Ever. <laughs> How does that happen? I'm going to tell you why. There's two reasons why that happened. Pitiful defense, and you don't have a guy who's dribbling the air off the ball. To me, look, man, I know we are... <laughs> Friday's making me laugh. <laughs> I saw. I saw. I, I I get we are a young team that is learning on the fly. I get it, man. But the part of my frustration is that defense is so, is so built on effort. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so built on consistent 
effort. Yeah. And I'm looking at this last night, man. I'm just like, this is why I can't be a coach in the NBA because I cuss everybody out every game. Because I'm just like, <laughs> there's no, there's just no reason to not try. Do y'all feel the same way? Am I bugging or, or what, man? Talk no, me off the ledge. No, you're correct. But here's the problem. It's not really a problem, but it's difficult to play both ends of the floor. Very. You, you, no, no, you, no doubt, man. You lack, if you are a great defender, you're not really a good offensive player because you've given all your effort on the other end and, that, and, and that, vice versa. And so, that's prevalent because you got to understand, man, professional NBA athletes are professional for a reason. It takes yeah. a lot yeah. of And although I'm, I'm one of those people like, well, you know, the NBA was harder in the 90s because they played more defense. Mm-hmm. But oh, two, yeah. two important things to note. The rules were different. Yeah, you could mm-hmm. you could hand two check. hand you could two hand hand check slap people around and everything. If your guy got past you, you had David Robinson sitting in the paint, or Akeem Olajuwon, or Shaquille O'Neal, or Alonzo Mourning, mm-hmm. or Dikembe Mutombo, or Anthony you, Mason, they, or, or yeah, the store. You had somebody <laughs> mm-hmm. that wasn't gonna make that layup easy for you. You don't have that nowadays. Not so much. Mm-hmm. Not so much. But, so. But you could have a DeAndre Jordan or Jared Allen. I'm not saying they're – look, man, no, no, no. I'm not saying they're David Robinson. And I'm, Listen, yeah. please, let's make that clear. All I'm saying is it's good to have somebody who can at least oh, absolutely. alter shots. You need somebody. You got a Bismack Biombo. Man, stop, man. He's, <laughs> at least, he's you know, six seven. You know, it's funny. When, when Dwight Howard was here – now, Dwight Howard was a lazy defender. But uh, just by virtue of him being 6'11", right. sitting in the paint, right. defenders would have to think about their shots. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. We don't really we don't have, have that. As much that. as I like Cody Zeller, we should talk about him in a minute yeah. too because he's been balling out lately. He's a solid dude, man. But he's he solid, just, man. D- defensively, he's a solid yeah. backup center uh, in the NBA. You know, he just <laughs> that I agree with. He's just a solid backup yeah. center. I mean, yeah. he's a solid uh, player. Man, it, it would depend on the team, right? You, okay, I agree with that. You put him on like remember Golden State with JaVale McGee, right? What's the difference in Cody Zeller and Jamel, JaVel McGee? I mean, athleticism. athleticism. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Out hey, the roof. Actually, actually, I don't think that Cody is uh, unathletic. He's, he's, yo, he dunked on three guys last night nah, off a cut. Yeah. No, no, listen, <laughs> let me sum this up. Arms, like, that, yeah, that's got little arms. Got little arms. That's yeah. it. Cody Zeller is very athletic. He's just not long enough to adjust and, and alter shots at the yeah. rate you need him to do so. That, that's the thing. I think Cody Zeller is a quality center, man. It's just that he doesn't give you enough of what we need on the other end of the floor. That's, we don't need a center that can score points. So we, we don't. We so, really, so, no, so, you're right. So, so you throw a message out that we don't need a James Wiseman? <laughs> oh, should we talk about? Let's address that elephant in the room. Oh real quick. God, which I'm I'm tired. Look, I got I got, I got one I got I got one name. Anthony Edwards. That's all we need. Here's the, here's the thing. I, I I saw the highlights from Edwards this weekend. Woo! Yeah, boy. I'm but telling you, we, 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 we're one wing away. Okay. I'm telling you, one Let, wing. L- let's say the Hornets fall into the top five pick as they are projected to do. Right. Mm-hmm. None of these guys are worth the top five pick. I'm sorry. You can hold a gun in my head. James Edwards, Anthony, or James uh, Wiseman, Anthony Edwards. None of these guys are worth a top five pick. Is supposed to be franchise changing, right? Once a generation, I mean, it's, a, it's a weak draft, though. It is a it weak is draft. A People don't want to acknowledge. People that. don't want to acknowledge that they they think that the savior to the Charlotte Hornets franchise is sitting in the top five. No, it's, no, no. Let, let, let's be very specific. Fans think the savior to the Charlotte Hornets has played two collegiate basketball well, games. Yes. <laughs> and, they, and, they, and they haven't watched either one of them. But been, somehow he's the savior to the Charlotte Hornets. He played South Carolina State in one really, of those games. Okay, here's the thing. When Zion, I, and I'm not saying, I mean, Zion is clearly a once-a-generation talent. But right. when we, he came in, we knew 
He's going to be the best player right. on whatever team yeah, he so, went to. And, he, and he's showing the proof. And, 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 right. and, and if you looked at Ja, you were like, okay, this guy. He's going to be the best changer. guy. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Is would James Wiseman be the best Charlotte Hornet? How, how do we know? How do we know? No, yeah, I, that's my question. He wouldn't be. No, no. Because because no. the two games I saw, I was like, okay, he's okay. He's but, bigger than everybody on the court. Bigger than everybody, but is he good? Right. I don't think he, he. If James Wiseman, if you really think that he's the best, he would be the best player in the Hornets when he got drafted. Then you must think the Hornets roster is it's pretty terrible trash and devoid. <laughs> right. at, at best, he could fit in here, and I really, I would actually like for the Hornets. To get someone of his ilk, but with the top five pick, but who else you gonna get, man? To be honest with you, we talked about this before. I would shop that. I would shop the pick for like a Miles Turner. He, he, he I could like Miles Turner. He I can like change it on the defensive yeah. Listen, yeah. I, I I know where you're going with this, but I need you to understand something. I need you to imagine the outrage from this fan base oh my God. if you trade a top three pick <laughs> for Miles Turner. <laughs> Well, no, I think I, you can no, get no. more than that. Listen, I get what you're saying, but I need you to jump outside yourself and think about this fan base in Charlotte, North Carolina. Michael Jordan traded the top three pick for Miles Turner? But look at it like this. The fan, the, the fan base was outraged when we traded Malachi Richardson for Marco <laughs> Bellinelli. <laughs> but that's my, that's kind of my And point, that was man. a great trade. Malachi we won yeah, that yeah, trade. Right, yeah. 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 I mean, that's kind of my point. That's another yeah. weak draft. Like, this fan base was ecstatic. I, I, I'm going to take a bullet. That we picked Malik Monk over Bam Adebayo and Donovan Mitchell. Mitchell. That is true. Both of them are all-stars. Yeah. And, 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 and now Malik has teased us for like a month. Oh, we made the right pick. Now we made the right. No, you no, no, no. You cannot convince me. His ceiling is higher. His ceiling is higher than both of these guys who are making a difference on playoff rosters. Let's let's be a little fair. Let's be a a little fair, man. Donovan Mitchell was a junior when he came out of college, man. I think that makes a big difference. Malik Monk was what barely eighteen years old when he came out. Both his college teammates are better than. There's still time, man. Rodney, you a little impatient with Malik, man. Let's because see. Let's it's, just it's, see, man. But I, I will say, considering where we are with the the five position now, passing on Bam does look bad. Yeah, no doubt. Bad. Uh, and and I remember I bought this up in the group. We don't need a five. We got the white. I like the white is. Old. <laughs> That's the, true. We, we, didn't, we didn't think though. Be, be lucky now. We didn't think Dwight Howard was going to be a one-year rental. And excuse me. In fact, we thought that was a playoff team before the season it, it, started. It almost was, but yeah, yeah we were yeah. like, finally, Clifford built the team he wanted. He's got mm-hmm. Kemba. Yep. He's got his guy in Dwight Howard. Uh, Nick Batum was coming off one of the best seasons of his career ever. We thought that was a playoff team. Yep. We did. We just didn't know any better. So <laughs> we, we we didn't know people were not gonna like basketball anymore. We didn't know Dwight Howard was gonna think he was still an all star. We we didn't Dwight know Howard swore he was Kyrie crossing cats, <laughs> <laughs> dunking on cats, thirty and 30. 30, hey, 30, 30. Oh, yeah. Did we win that game? We won that game. Yeah, yeah, that was I was there. We won it. I was there. Yeah, okay. and then yeah. we uh. You know, we won by 60 points the game he didn't play. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right, let's, let's, let's segue to something else. Uh, we've exhausted this, this topic. Yeah, uh, okay, so uh, we'll end Hornets talk with this. What would you like to see them do with the pick? And what would you like the starting rotation to look like next season? If we don't trade the pick, go BPA, 
I don't care if that's LaMelo Ball. I don't care if that's Anthony Edwards. I don't care if that may be James Wiseman or the guy in, in, in Greece or whatever his name is. Pick the best player available. At this point, we're in the real we're a building team. You don't you don't pass up on talent for need. Right. You you stock up on talent. Right. Uh, next year, I just want to see a good wing, a good wing two guard, uh, Malik off the bench, Devonte maybe, uh, free agent center and literal like that. Build your depth. Um, I'm with Rodney, man. I you, you definitely just pick the best talent available. Now, if we if we somehow, if the basketball gods finally shines their light on Charlotte and says, hey, you guys got the number one pick. If, if I have the number one pick. Trading for Kawhi Leonard. Well, of course. But <laughs> <laughs> but in the real world. <laughs> Not on 2K. <laughs> but if we have the number one pick, I, I personally, if I'm if I'm Jamal Kupchak, I say to myself, do I want LaMelo Ball or James Wiseman? I think if it's me, I want one of those two guys. And it, I do my homework, I do my scouting, I pick one of those two guys. And I'm with Rodney. Whatever need we have after that, we finally have the flexibility. Oh, my God. You, do, did we hear that word, Hornets fans? Rudy Gobert is a free agent. We, we, we have the flexibility to go Rudy. get what we need. You must be crazy, Rodney. Defensive player of the year. You must be crazy. Boy, if Rudy Gobert, man, please. Anyway, so... <laughs> And we, we we have the flexibility to go get what we need after we draft the be, the best player available. Matt. Uh I will say I would like to draft the player with the highest superstar potential. Mm-hmm. Well, of course. Uh, well, yeah. Yeah, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't see it. Let me, let me let me let me let me let me cut him off real quick. Why do people talk like you can just go get a like a superstar at Walmart. Like, what? Like, what? I hate seeing that in the Hornets group. What we need is a superstar. Well, we super, like, every no damn team. Like, oh, like, like, like it's a superstar sale at like like Byron or something. Like, man, how come Jordan just gonna get a superstar? Like, well, guys, if it was that, hey, sorry, who's the superstar? No, no, you're a superstar in the Boston Celtics. You got jokes. You got Tatum. jokes. I don't think, yeah. Tatum's the best player right now. Tatum is. Boston's best player. Boy, they're going to get y'all. I don't know. I don't care. Boy, they're they, they going to get y'all, boy. <laughs> He's the best player because you for, know who For those who are listening, Jamal did not Kim, say these things. Yeah, I don't think, I don't think Kimba was there. He'd be... Kim, Kimba's smart enough to defer. Hey, Matt, please. <laughs> okay. Well, Sorry, as far as rotation goes, I think you can find a rotation quality big man, you know, for cheat now because Thank of the, you. you know, way the NBA is going. Um, That's a good point. I would also like to see... Um, some type of veteran presence to replace Marvin Williams. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I think he was very no strong in the locker room, and with all these young guys, we got to have somebody to keep the ship, you know, afloat when to, things start getting. To crazy. add to what you said, I think Marvin was a good veteran leader, but he's probably a little too nice for my liking. I, I yeah. want like an asshole in the locker room. I think we need a good thug. I've been in the saying that for man. years. I was like, we need, need somebody cool. like Bill yeah, Lane Beer on this yeah, team, right? To be an enforcer, and you know, because we get punked around a, a lot. lot. We, we need, a especially lot. We, we need the spirit of Anthony Mason back, man. You know yes. what I'm saying? That's yes. what I'm talking about. Somebody, you know, <laughs> the NBA is not built like that. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get it back built. But like I'm just that. saying the attitude, man. You got to have some somebody with that real like dog in mentality. them. You know, what else you got, Matt? Is that? Oh no, that that's it, man. That's right. it. What about you guys? This is going to sound crazy because of all the stuff I just said, but I think they should draft James Wiseman. I'll tell you why. It makes me, it'll, make, <laughs> it'll make the fans happy. 
if Wiseman ends up being good or great, right. then awesome. If he ends up not being good, then the fans you will have to want. bear. They'll have to eat their crow. They'll have to eat their crow. Like they did Malik Monk, because yeah. I don't care what anybody says. 99% of the Charlatans wanted Malik Monk. I, I, I would document that. Yeah. Seriously. No, yeah. People were very happy with that pick. I was happy oh, with that yeah. pick. I was glad yeah. they picked oh, yeah. Monk, but I mean, hindsight. Them hindsight glasses. They fit every time, dog. So, <laughs> they fit perfectly every before time. Before we move on, I got a story. It was a 2015. The Duke Blue Devils came off a national championship. <laughs> and the LA Lakers had the number two pick. Oh, we're going to pick Okafor. We're going to pick Okafor. Mm-hmm. Who was the GM of the uh, Mitch? Mitch Kupchak. Check. Okay. Check. Mm-hmm. And who did he pick? Brandon Ingram. No. That wasn't bringing him? I'm sorry. D'Angelo Russell. D'Angelo Russell. Russell. Oh, yeah, that is right. 15. And. Okafor went to the 76ers, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Who's had a better career? <laughs> Come on, man. Trust Mitch. Trust Mitch. Trust Mitch. Trust Mitch. Trust Mitch. Here's a curveball. Because I can easily see this happening. What if what if that number one pick lands and Mitch doesn't pick anybody we want? <laughs> I could, man. I, I could see easily that. see that. I could, see I could that. easily, easily see that. Mm. But uh, yeah. I, I trust the guy, man. Hey, he picked PJ Washington. With the 12th pick and Miles Bridges with the 12th pick and then Devontae Graham with what the 34th? Yeah. yeah. Trust Mitch. I, track record's good to me so far. Trust Mitch. Yeah. 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 So imagine yeah. what he's going to do with a top five pick. No, but my, but hold on. You mean to tell me Michael Jordan didn't pick any of those? He didn't? No, no, no. Michael Jordan didn't. He don't get credit for? No, of course not. He only, okay, only if they're only bad. The bad only if right. they're bad. <laughs> okay, I got you. Okay. He gets credit for... Uh, my Adam. kid, girl, Chris. Okay. Cody, Cody Zeller. Yep. The number two and the number four. Noah Vonley. Big Mac. Not Rich Toe, but I got you. Yeah, that's how it works. We're going to take a break, pay some bills here. We're from our sponsor, Anchor.fm. We'll be back with Carolina Panthers Talk. That's some good beer. And we're back under construction. We had a special guest with us special guest, y'all. today. Uh, he's been actually a fan of ours since like day one. Yeah, man. So it was funny been- story. We started out at the same time. He started the CFI. Mm-hmm. The same really? Time we wow. Did. Yeah. So and we man. swapped. We, we we I met him online, and we just been been rocking ever since. That's so absolutely. it would have been remiss for us to not have him on the show eventually. Uh, one of the more Charlotte, one one of the more knowledgeable. Uh, Charlotte football fans that we have here. He runs Charlotte that. Football Insiders. Uh, y'all give it up for Matt Morrow. Yeah, man. Cut it up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Appreciate the opportunity, guys. Of course, yeah, of course. So let's start out. Where you from, man? I am from Charlotte. Yes. Oh, yeah. Here's Charlotte name. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, we got seven oh four. We got yeah, it's like it's like a leprechauns in here. Like one, two leprechauns. Yeah, man. <laughs> got three unicorns. Charlotte, in here. It's some of us and we know how to drive when it's raining outside. <laughs> oh I don't know about, mm. I don't know about these, these people, plans, these but. people crashing. I don't yeah. know where they're from, but they crazy. Ain't you can't go ninety they when it's sleeping. <laughs> So where'd you go to school at, man? I graduated from Harding. Uh, Westside certified. Okay, all right. Where'd you go to school at? Not her. Graduated from Garinger. Garinger? Yes, sir. <laughs> Eastside? Yeah. I grew up in East Charlotte. Oh, okay. You don't look like a I worked at, dude. I worked you don't look like a Garinger dude at all. <laughs> well, okay. You know so, I'm coming from, right? Yes. <laughs> so, My brother graduated from Garinger. So to be oh. fair, I graduated from Garinger, but I did not start my high school journey at Garinger, so I just graduated. 
I hear you. <laughs> I'm not gonna say no Yeah, I used to work at the Chuck E. Cheese on Almar Road. That was some real hood. Oh, yeah. what? Thank yeah. Oh my god. Yes. You still with us? You might get Thank shot. You. <laughs> I saw some things there. Okay. At the Chuck E. Cheese. At the Chuck E. Cheese on, in East Charlotte. <laughs> Cross through from East Lamar. Moving on. Moving on. It's <laughs> real Charlotte. Real Charlotte talk. So, oh, that's our next podcast. Real yeah, Charlotte real talk. Real Charlotte talk. <laughs> right, I'm, I'm sorry, Rodney. I'm going to step out of there. Back to the interview, Rodney. Back to the interview. So, why did you start Charlotte Football Insiders? Well, um, I was with another site previously, and Pretty much, I wanted to have my own voice, you know, within covering uh, high school football mm-hmm. here in the uh, Charlotte metro area. And I wanted to expand on things that, um, you know, I was doing previously. And sometimes when you're under a brand, you get kind of labeled with that yeah. brand. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's not the best thing for you. Mm-hmm. So you want to step out and create your own name and have your name on the product mm-hmm. and then reflect your values and what you believe in. Okay, and so you've been you've been doing this for about a year now. Mm-hmm. Um, how has the reception been in the Charlotte football high school football? Community? Oh, it's been awesome. I mean, everything has gone so much better uh, than I even anticipated. Just mm-hmm. from the support from coaches and players to uh, the numbers when we post things, um, everything has just been been beautiful. And I I like to thank everyone for their support. Gotcha. And you were a influential part of the Queen City Bowl, the, the inaugural, inaugural inaugural Queen City Bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh, how did you get that started with the guys and, and, and how did that go for you? Well, um, the guys that organized it were uh, Bobby Collins, who coaches down in South Carolina, uh, Vernon Hunter, who's the AD at Indian Land High School, and a guy by the name of Damon White, who runs um, Alliance Sports Foundation. Okay. And they were looking to kind of partner with someone that knew the Charlotte metro area football landscape, and they came to me with the opportunity, and I said, a hundred percent because of what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the proceeds this year went to the Metro School, um, which is in downtown Charlotte, a school mm-hmm. for disabled kids and kids that have, you know, some cognitive issues and things of that nature. And it's it's a game that we want to give another opportunity to kids to get showcased to play in college. Right. Mm-hmm. And because of that, not exclusively, but you know, we there were some kids that got offers from that game, and over forty five kids from that game now are signed to play wow, college wow. football. So, awesome. what's up, man? It, wow. It's um, it's been incredible, and I think it's only going to grow here. You know, in the near future, you know, in the years going forward. Tell us more about CFI. Uh, what well, what is it? What what can fans expect? Uh, well, with Charlotte Football Insiders, we try to highlight uh, players and coaches specifically. Uh, through interviews, um, primarily, uh, we cover a lot of events that sometimes get lost in the weeds, like uh, combines mm-hmm. and seven-on-seven events, and mm-hmm. then summer uh, seven-on-seven competition with high schools, and then preseason scrimmages and things of that nature. Uh, we just try to, you know, fill in the gap because, as we kind of talked about off camera, the Charlotte Observer, Langston works does a great job, mm-hmm. but you know he's For stretched. Years. Yeah, he's yeah. stretched, stretched so thin that yeah. you know he can't get to everything. So we kind of try to provide another option for you know all kids, coaches, and programs to get exposure that they deserve because mm-hmm. everyone works so hard. And the big thing with CFI is we go everywhere. We just don't go to the best schools like Mallet Creek or Huff or Butler. We want to go. We were, we were at Garinger last year. We were at mm. you know some of the the struggling you know programs to 
because those kids work just as hard True. and those coaches work just as hard too yeah. and they deserve you know the, the limelight for you know a little bit right. you know to, to reflect everything that they put into the game what's uh what's been your biggest success story uh, the queen city bowl uh the alliance with that has been great um and then just like we were talking about experiences you know mm-hmm. kids seeing their first interview i was just, i was just at north gaston high school and I did an interview with the kid. He said, this is my first interview. I'm so nervous. I don't know what to do, what to say. I said, don't worry about it, man. Um, and then it's just giving those experiences that they'll treasure for a lifetime. Because when I played, you know, getting your name in the paper was a big thing. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. imagine doing an interview and having that to look back on now, you know, where I'm at, you know, 20 years later, you know, in my life. Speaking of when you played, how has uh, high school football in the Charlotte area changed in that span? Oh, my gosh. Exponential growth Just mm-hmm. from the talent perspective The coaching perspective Having the Panthers here I think has mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. made a big impact And just Wait, by- so you're saying Having a professional sports team in your city <laughs> <laughs> Makes a positive impact matters, on the community? Right? Wow, <laughs> wow, who knew? Who would have thought? Who who thought people are telling me that, okay. Sports don't matter <laughs> Those people are crazy <laughs> <laughs> But no, um, ever since You know that has been here. The Panthers have made a, a big impact with just the amount of attention football gets. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just been incredible. And you just look at the talent that we have in the NFL now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we just saw Mallet Creek, uh, former player DJ Humphreys, got a three year, $45 million deal nice, with the Arizona man. Cardinals. Yeah. $29 million guaranteed. Whew, I mean, and there are there's so much Wrong talent. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Kavaris Crouch at Harding was the number one player in the nation. You know, playing at mm. Tennessee now. So, and there's going to be, and we look at Drake May at Myers yeah, Park. Yeah. He's committed to Alabama. Bama, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just, Randy and there's Ma- so Randy many Moss more. Son. He's, yeah. He's about to get drafted. Yeah. yeah. He played at Mallard Creek. Yep. So, I mean, it's the talent coming through Charlotte is incredible. And the opportunity to, you know, introduce them to the world is something that we take a lot of pride up. That's and on cool. um, That's great because side. it was always Rock Hill that had the football. Prospects, yeah, mm-hmm. all yeah. those guys coming from yeah. Northwestern, right. Rock Hill yeah. High. Mm-hmm. We're going to the big schools, and you never heard anybody. I think CJ Leak was like the biggest name, Massaquai, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. So and there were a couple from West Charlotte back in my day that we just say it didn't work out. We'll just <laughs> see. I wasn't going to bring that up. We'll just leave. <laughs> West Charlotte was the basketball type guy. Yeah. No, we were football. Were, yeah, 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 okay. were, I want to test. They were football too because they beat the mess out of us. No, no. Back the back mind. when I was there, we were definitely. <laughs> but the transition from our players to college just didn't work didn't out. Didn't work so out quite well. Yeah. Just gonna leave yeah. that, man. Yeah. Yeah. And so, within in the next five years, where where would you like to see CFI go? Well, you know. The big thing with, with CFI is I, I would like to keep it focused on the Charlotte Metro. A lot of mm-hmm. people have approached me talking about, well, why don't you expand to Carolina Football Insiders and different things like that. But Why, why Charlotte can't have nothing? Well, that does. Oh, we got to be Carolina <laughs> something. Well, right. Exactly. Sure we exactly. Everybody <laughs> always wants to be Carolina something. <laughs> <it's Charlotte. laughs> and, that, and that's the big thing, man. You don't want to you know, grow. Stretch yourself. The, the CFI's goal is not to be this big media conglomerate thing with high school football. Right. You know, we want to continue to provide exceptional coverage in the Charlotte Metro area, highlighting those kids. Now, we will have things that we do to highlight kids, you know, within North Carolina, South Carolina, um, and that stuff will continue to grow, you know, in its time. But 
in five years, I'd, I'd like to to really be recognized as a respected, you know, leader from a media perspective in high school football within yeah. Charlotte Metro area. And we do dabble in other sports, too. Like I've done some stuff with basketball and we'll probably do a few things here in the spring. But mm-hmm. mainly a respected leader in high school football. You know, that that's what we want to do. Yeah. That's outstanding. We're going to have to have you uh, bring some prospects on the show. Oh, I'm Give sure those guys, uh, there's a I'm whole sure. list that would love to do uh, that. No, no, hey, I'm being 100% real here. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we have these guys come on the show. It'll be a good way for them to, you know, showcase what they, how they are other than on the field. Right. You know, oh, a lot yeah. of, especially football mm-hmm. athletes, you know, rarely see them without their helmets on. Yeah. Right. You know, it's a chance for kids to be able to articulate them themselves. Face, and, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. exactly. And so. that's a big reason why we do what we do. A lot of a lot of these kids have bright personalities that you never get to see. see yeah. right. You know, so that's through our medium is a great thing that we try to provide. Okay, so I want to go back. I want to mm-hmm. go back. Uh, you went before the school board uh, about two years ago. Yes. Uh, could you just expound on that for us, and, and what was the reason behind that? So I'm also the booster club president at Harding University High School, and the facilities at Harding are pretty bad. bad. Um, a lot of schools got upgrades in the you late 2000s. <laughs> we you know it's schools. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And, um, you know, Harding has been long overdue for those uh, types of upgrades. And uh, we went in front of the school board twice. Okay. And uh, the first time we went, um, they didn't really respond to anything that we had to say. Wow. Uh, so then... The second time we went, Channel 3, Dedrick Russell, you know, was the first one. Nice guy. Oh, yeah. They got involved and gave us some exposure to it. And the superintendent at the time said that this was his first time hearing about it, which was pretty comical. Um, (laughs) Shocking. (laughs) Well, we know what happened to him. Yeah, he got got, (laughs) There's no surprise he got asked, yeah. (laughs) So, um... You know, the second time, you know, we got some traction. Deshaun Brown at uh, Channel 9 has done great follow-up stories with everything. And um, we recently just got an $8,000 grant from Dick Sporting Goods to, um, you know, help out with the situation. But, um, you know, from a CMS perspective, they still haven't really committed to doing much. They put some Band-Aids on some things Mm -hmm. that... You know, with us being there in the situation, we know that, you know, it's only a temporary fix. It's not going to last. Um, but, you know, the media here in Charlotte, Langston Words has also given us some, you know, press yeah. about it. So uh, we, we definitely appreciate everyone's efforts. Um, we all always still looking for, you know, funds to help, you know, the Harding kids, because for eight years, Harding didn't have a booster club. From mm. 2011 through 2019, we just restarted the booster club back in August of 2019. So we're we're still trying to dig out of an eight year hole, and um, the lack of support from CMS, you know, plus that is a, a big challenge. Yeah, and um, you know, we're gonna still continue to fight, you know, for our fair share. Um, because when you see schools on the other side of town with all these advantages, yeah, um, Mallory Creek, <coughs> Arbor Hill, Myers Park, Providence, Providence, South Main, we just yeah, okay. we just throw those <laughs> <together>. <laughs> you know, and, and that's all we that's all we ask for. So you ec- wonder what the difference is with situation. those schools. What? <laughs> I, maybe we can piece that together one day. I don't, Starts I don't with know. demo and ends with graphics. 
But all we want is equitable um, situation for our kids. There you go. Equitable. Thank you. Yeah, yep. That's all we're asking for. Okay, so you recently got married in the past couple of years. Uh, the past year. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Congratulations Thank to you. you. Thank you. Appreciate so that. how do you juggle CFI and being married now? I have a wonderful wife. <laughs> she you is, better say uh, that. <laughs> she is incredible with supporting me in all the uh, different endeavors that, you know, I try to participate in. Mm-hmm. Um, she doesn't ask, you know, for much, but I try to give her as much as I possibly can. Um, she was a blessing. She was a mm. blessing from God. Um, oh, so you're getting steak tonight. <laughs> oh, God, I mean, yeah. I'm just being honest. Um, wow. You're about to get a nice, medium, medium well steak. Shrimp on the side. <laughs> but I, I'm, the guy's honest truth is there are nights, you know, during football season, I'm up Friday nights after the games up till like four and five in the morning. Uh, and, um, yeah, yeah. you know, getting, you know, video production and stuff out. Um, but she's she's just been wonderful. Good stuff. Yeah. So, how describe how rewarding this has been for you? Um, you know, the thing that drove me into this first of all, I was a coach for thirteen years. Okay. And um, it was disappointing sometimes because Harding, I was coaching at Harding primarily, mm-hmm. and you know your kids would get a, an important win or a big win in your eyes and. You wouldn't see anything in the paper about it. Mm. You wouldn't see, you know, any coverage on football Friday night because they have so many things that they need to cover. And wait, time out. Yeah. Let me stop you right there, Kaiser. I'm sure you can attest to this because football Friday night back in our day, mm-hmm. you know, you used to watch it. Oh yeah, they covered everything. Oh yeah, and everything. Oh, yeah. So you mean to tell me it's like. Segmented now, like they don't it's, cover. I'll Matter tell you, Creek, really? Myers Park, Butler. I mean, you're teaching me something right the now because I haven't kept up with now, it. Now the football Friday night now gets 15 minutes. It used to be an hour. It used to be a whole show. It yeah. was its own show. Yeah. Right? It was a show after 11, like 11:35 yeah. wow, to 12:35. Yeah, yeah, they get 15 minutes now. Then they continue the show online. But you know, it's just the sign of the times now. Yeah. You right. know, yeah. everything is, is Short about... Short attention span, quick, easy. Yeah. And yeah. then about, you know, advertising dollars and... Plus, yeah. literally you know, half the people like that. that live in Charlotte are not from Charlotte, so they're not yeah. as invested, as invested right. in, in, you know, the schools that mm-hmm. we I, went to. I can yeah. remember being... I literally, seriously, man, I can remember being like 12, 13 years old, not even in high school yet, mm-hmm. watching highlights from North Rowan and <laughs> whoever else. Like, no, nobody I was really concerned with. <laughs> I, I, I remember watching like T.A. McClendon headline, headlines. Um, I remember watching. Uh, it. I, I moved here when I was like in seventh grade, seventh mm-hmm. grade, and this was in the middle of the Independence Run. So oh, yeah. every Friday night I would try to step and see did they win again? How much did they win by Chris Lee, Muhammad Masquire, all those guys? But, but we, we say all that to say, man, it's a shame. It's not the same way, man. Like yeah. I, that's disappointing, man. It just yeah. and I'm speaking to your point of just not having as much exposure as. Most coaches would like to see, man. So that right. even makes what you're doing even more important. So kudos yeah, to you, man. Appreciate that, man. Yeah. We, we really try to fill in a gap. And, you know, I, I like to think that, you know, a lot of people appreciate it. Um, the times that I do run into coaches and things, they, they do say that. So up, we're going to keep pushing, absolutely. Quickly, plug your uh, social media handles and everything in case everybody wants to follow you. All right. So we're on um, – my. 
On Twitter, we are uh, at Petman704. That's my Twitter. I put everything from CFI on there. On Instagram, we're at Charlotte Football Insiders. Facebook, we have a Charlotte Football Insiders page. And then our website, uh, charlottefootballinsiders.com. And I'm speaking into existence that one day you will have your own Friday Night Football show. It is going to be sponsored by CFI. I'm speaking this into existence. Appreciate that, man. Appreciate it. That that would be awesome. Right. (laughs) All right. Well, I know you got a lot to say about the professional team. Oh yeah. Here in oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who are they're in the headlines every week. I gotta say, this is the most the Panthers have been in the headlines probably since our Super Bowl run. Uh mm, Panthers owner mm. David Tepper that time sent coming, a letter out <laughs> to PSL owners. Uh I'll, I'll read it here really quickly. Um, says thank you for being a loyal PSL owner. We can't do this without you. You are the backbone and create our home field advantage. Last season, you stuck with us, supporting us all the way through the final game. Understand this. I am laser focused on building a championship organization on and off the field. It takes time to build things up the right way. And sometimes you have to do a little tearing down before moving forward. The changes we made in early January are the first steps. And I could not be more excited about our future. Matt Rule and his staff are working hard preparing for the 2020 season. He is a master developer and builder who has shown what he can do. Look at his history. He has constructed winning programs at Temple and Baylor, and he will build an elite program here. Well, that's a lot of selling. Yep. We (laughs) promise that we will work tirelessly each day to bring you a championship because that is what this region deserves. That is what the players in the locker room deserve, and that is what our fans deserve. It will happen overnight. But it will happen, and I look forward to you joining us on this ride. Sincerely, David Tepper. Boy. Translation. We are about to get rid of y'all's favorite quarterback. Y'all better get prepared for Everybody a new know. regime. All right, I'm going to let our guests go first. Your thoughts on this letter <laughs> in general. So, number one, I have to admit, I haven't really been sold. It sounds crazy, but I have not been sold on that rule. Number one. I'm with you there. Um, it's fair. I mean, his, his his success in college is great. And talking about building the program in NFL, I don't I don't get that. I mean, yeah. this is this the league stands for not for long. So I mean, you talking about building a program? I mean, are we going to sign all these guys long term contracts and just try to lock them in and build it like the college team or something? Trust I, the I process. Trust the process. Yeah, yeah. You know, I don't get that. And then number two, uh, like you guys just said, it's a hell of a sale job. You're putting a lot of pressure, oh, you know, on on this guy that you just hired and gave all this money to. Oh boy, a whole and bunch I, of money. I don't think you know you had to do that. You know, everyone kind of realizes where we are as a team. Yeah, but I know you're, they're just they're just trying to soften the blow for what's going to happen with Cam. But it, there's nothing you can say to prepare us for losing the guy that gave us so many great years and great. So many and, great and made it more and, relevant than we have exactly. ever been in this franchise. Exactly, history. exactly. Um, there's a reason why he signed Matt Rose in seven years. Uh, the right, the writing has been on the wall, and sometimes a lot of us didn't want to see the, that writing. Uh, Cam is gone. <laughs> Honestly, I I wouldn't be shocked if they didn't pay Christian McCaffrey either. Coming up, soon. hey man, now know, that's look, crazy. Look here, that would look, be look crazy. Here, man. Look here, man. I'm, I'm, Those two situations are so vastly different. I, look, man. Yeah. Look, if, a, if a, a running back. If a, they a, don't pay Christian McCaffrey, 
I will walk down there by myself <laughs> with a and lit get, up pitchfork and get escorted out the building. That's fine. They gonna feel me if they don't sign. <laughs> they gonna feel me. You talk. I, yeah, that that'd would be, be insane. That'd be insane. That would be maybe top three blunder in sharp professional sports history. Up there with letting Kimball walk in Nick let, Tomb. Uh, Alonzo Morning, Larry Johnson fiasco. Man, we, we, we know that story behind, behind Alonzo. So, well, we know that, but you not to sidetrack, but you gotta make that work. Yeah, you, you do. You, you have generational work, talent yeah. which don't come around. I, I'd argue that before Kimball, we didn't have another player that was even remotely as good as Alonzo Morning or Larry Johnson. Glenn Rice. But he came via a trade. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, you know, right. so um I don't know about letting McCaffrey go, but I do agree the writing was on the wall. Mm-hmm. Although, as much as I disagree with that, it should have been. Um, I right, think, I feel the same way. Man, look, yeah. he, he has he he's he's on the clock. He he's seriously on the clock. Who's Tepper. on the clock, Tepper? Tepper? Like he has to make this work. Like he, you you only get so long to, to 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 change this much to to fit it to your image, and then plus he wants a stadium. Do, 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 do losing franchise get a stadium? This is a tougher rebuild to eat. Because look at the last time the Panthers rebuilt. That was an easy one to eat. The yeah. Panthers were, yeah, terrible. were terrible. We didn't, we didn't right. have anyone. I think there was John, nowhere to go. We had right. John Beeson, <laughs> right. uh, D'Angelo Williams, and Jonathan Stewart, and that, that was, was it. pretty much it. Yeah. And then, so we knew we were going to suck. We got Cam Newton out of that deal. Luke, yeah, yeah. and then you know, we built a Super Bowl contending team. This is a different type of rebuild yeah. because the Panthers, yeah, they're not good, but. The, they already have pieces, pieces in place that, 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 that could be one. Exactly. Yeah. So it, it's it's a lot harder, especially to get rid of your franchise quarterback. We talked about this last week. There's no position in, in maybe professional sports as important as an NFL quarterback. quarterback. Absolutely. So if you get rid of Cam Newton, what's the plan? What's the, that's what every, that's what everybody's concerned. Yeah, it's, no, it's, I'm, yeah. I'm not opposed. Hey, if yeah. you, if you say we don't think financially. It would be a good idea if, to keep if, Cam if, Newton. Even that does the whole way to me. If 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 you look at you look at all these quarterbacks out here, excluding quarterbacks on their rookie scale contract, Cam is the best bargain out there. Eighteen million. Eighteen million dollars. Like you, you're basically telling us you don't like him. You want to move on to something more of your own image. You want your own people here. I I don't know if it's Cam's health is really the issue. I feel like that's a crutch. That Tepper keeps I, I talk to me that. about his health and then we'll talk. Uh, well, if Aaron Rodgers was injured, you don't have the Packers saying, "Well, right, look, it's depending on if I, he's healthier." I, 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 I said, I said this was one of the last few weeks here. The New York Giants showed more loyalty to Eli Manning yes. than the Carolina Panthers are showing to Cam Newton, and that's I, the I'm Colts. Sorry, the Colts yeah. showed more uh, loyalty to Andrew Luck. Look. Who ended up quitting on them? Who did not win them a Super Bowl? They never even went to a Super Bowl. The Colts didn't even take back their money. They didn't even take back <laughs> their money. He missed the whole season and then some. And yet Cam has injuries because we couldn't build an offensive line around mm-hmm. him. And then we're like, well, you know. See, I I, I I I was talking to a friend another night, and he told me he told me this, and I fully agree. The Panthers and Cam let each other down. Cam didn't do some of the necessary things early in his career to get better as a passer, and we never put a good offensive line or weapons around him the whole time. It's, it's, this this is a mutual 
Screw failing. <laughs> uh, but I think, uh, yeah, but, I think, but it's more so on the franchise. I think a lot of that is on the franchise. If, Absolutely. If, if you say, I've always felt like the biggest problem with Cam Newton and the Panthers is that they handcuffed him too much. They wanted him to sit in the pocket and throw three-yard slants. Except for one guy who got it, who's not here anymore, who doesn't have a coaching job. Rob, yes, yep. he yes. knew what he had in Cam Newton, mm-hmm. and, and 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 it's no coincidence that we haven't seen those type of numbers from Cam since then, and that's been a long time ago, man. Yes, yeah, I, man, I agree. Man, I'm gonna put you on the spot, man. Okay, you're the, you're the, you're the GM for the Carolina Panthers. This is a hard job you got coming up. <laughs> what's the I plan? Don't want it. <laughs> oh God, what's the, how much time we got? In this <laughs> seven years. You got seven years. You got seven long years. <laughs> well, I was talking to one of my friends. You know, ironically about this same situation. Number one, uh, I'm taking the best defensive player at number yeah. seven in the draft. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Changes matter. Yep. And whether it's Derek Brown from Auburn, Isaiah Simmons from Clemson. Or someone else they might I may identify in the process. I've got to give the defensive uh, guy from Baylor that he brought with him some support mm-hmm. because I'm, if I'm supposed to be, if I have Joe Brady as my offensive guru or whatever, right. I'm gonna make him earn his money. I was like, yeah. okay, you take what you got over here. You take Kyle Allen. We're not gonna be good. Let them suck. We're not gonna take here. Kyle Allen. If Kyle, I'm telling you, I said last week. If Kyle <laughs> Allen tries, this is if he go out. He's the GM. He's the GM. Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> I will sign a veteran guy to back him up because Will Greer is not. I I love him. I love Will Greer, but you know he's he's not ready. He's not there yet. Yeah, yeah he's not ready. Um, so we're gonna suck with Kyle Allen. Um, if we're tanking for Trevor. Um, that's fine. Or if we want Justin Fields from Ohio State next year. So, yeah, I got. I, I'm I'm glad you said that. There's a follow up question. Mm-hmm. That phone rings. Hey man, it's the Cincinnati Bengals. We got this number one pick, man. Mm-hmm. What you want? What you you taking that call? Oh, you always take the call. I mean, but <laughs> how, how strongly would you consider that? Because you, you you know, look. Let, let me let me stop playing around. I'm getting mm-hmm. that Joe Burrow. Okay. Cincinnati calls to hey man, Burrow ain't gonna play for us. I'm not interested in Joe Burrow. He's a, he. You, you look at the talent he had at LSU around him. All the talent. NFL receiving talent and the running back Hilaire was really talented and a great offensive line. You should have thrown for sixty touchdown passes. <laughs> Thank you. I mean, before that, he had what a fifteen touchdown passing season. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Brady is a great mind. He he did great in that system, but we ain't got what LSU got. Right. We no. don't have a great offensive line. Yeah, Chris McCaffrey. I do think, yeah. though, however, I'm not big uh, on the Joe Burrow train, but you take a guy who puts up those kind of numbers and you pair him with his offensive coordinator from college. It, now, that doesn't hurt. And, I, and he's got Christian McCaffrey and DJ Moore's no slouch either. I'm just saying that. But though. I'm telling y'all, man, them skill guys are great, but he ain't got time to sit there five and six seconds and look the three, go through all them No, but the thing is, that's going to go for any quarterback the Panthers pick. If yeah, they don't, right. we don't have an offensive line. No I matter agree. who we trot out there, it, yeah. we're, we're we're doomed to fail if we don't fix that. So a, a few months ago, I told y'all that the Panthers are going to throw everybody curveball and they're going to pick Justin Herbert. Don't get mad at me. Oh happens. God! I'm just, I'm no, just, no, just, just no, 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 no! Just don't get mad at me. What happens? <laughs> I'll go down. You see, that'll make me go down there with pitchforks. <laughs> that guy's not ready. In the office and he is not man. ready. No, not at number seven. Now, if he's there in the second round by some miraculous feature, absolutely. But. What do you think about Jalen Hurts? It's third round, fourth round. Well, if they're getting rid of Cam, I don't think they want a dual threat guy. 
Mm. I agree. I think yeah. they're gonna go for yeah. traditional. Yeah. Well, I, uh, to be to be fair, I'm ignorant of how the offense has looked at Baylor and Temple. So is rule. Like, I mean, that's gonna be Joe Brady's system. It's Joe Brady's system. So yeah. that well, that's true. I um, mean, it, it, in, in but the, but ultimately, the coach is gonna say whether he wants a guy. Do, do you want a Patrick Mahomes or do you want a Drew Brees? You know, right. the kind of guy. Right. Yeah. Um, Mahomes. I don't yeah, think that, if you're getting rid of Cam, I don't think they want it because the, I, the biggest thing they're saying with Cam is the injuries. So why yeah. are they going to draft someone to put themselves? I don't back believe in that. that same I, don't, I, just don't I don't believe, believe yeah. it. You don't think I, so? I think like like Kaiser said, I think that's just the crutch they can fall back on. Mm-hmm. Oh well, his foot's not healthy, so um, yeah, we're going to move on. But yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. but but do they realize that when they when they're saying oh it all depends on his health and all this stuff, they they they're making that market go down for him like. You 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 kind of stay quiet, like right. Let the yeah, I, 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 out there. I, I don't think anything can affect the market for Cam Newton. There know. are teams out there right now that are listen, praying listen. that the Carolina Panthers. You think the Chicago Bears to care anything about what David Tipper <laughs> saying? Yeah. You, you think they care one bit about? Well, they probably already know. There right. are there are teams right. out there that yeah. cannot wait for us to. L.A. Wait Chargers. Cam yes, right. they just, they cannot wait. Boy, New Cam, England Patriots. Cam Buffalo. Newton's about to make money. If, if, we, if we don't fran- <laughs> if we don't keep him and franchise him, which is really the only move the Panthers do, they have they do keep him. Mm-hmm. He's just gonna somebody's gonna overpay him, whether they whether mm. we think it's an overpay or not. Somebody's gonna pay him starting NFL quarterback money. He's gonna make it twenty five yeah. million. If I'm Cam's year. agent and Dak Prescott signs that deal for thirty something million dollars, oh, oh, oh yeah. boy, I, I need forty. I'm sorry, man. To be honest with you, if I'm the Cowboys and Dak wants forty million dollars, <laughs> I'm bringing in Cam Newton. <laughs> Could you imagine ESPN with oh that? My, oh they my would God. explode. Oh God. ESPN, so <laughs> the servers would break down. <laughs> Man, oh I'm my telling God. you, I would never pay Dak $40 million in my life. Uh, speaking of Dallas Cowboys, they actually have a way to make the playoffs next year because the new CBA deal from the NFL states that they will be adding... <laughs> Be adding two more teams to the playoffs oh, in addition man. to, or it might be one extra game to choke. <laughs> yep, yeah, it could be. Yep. Uh, so the, the new CBA that's being proposed. One of the things on the table is a revamping of the NFL pre, regular, and postseason. Mm-hmm. Uh, one less preseason game, one more NFL regular season game, and then uh, adding two teams, an extra team to each conference for the playoffs. Yeah. Um, so that we the NFL has more games, thus more money. The players seem to be split on this. The fans, I don't know. What are your guys' thoughts? Pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. <laughs> Explain. That's some country. That's, we ain't in Charleston. <laughs> we ain't in Charleston. Please, speak Charlotte, please. Um, <laughs> the greed is going to kill the NFL, man. That's, that's, that's too greedy. Killing the goose that lays the golden egg. Yeah. That's what's yeah. happening. It's, it's too much. It's, it's, it's too it's much. It's excess. And then Richard Sherman said the best. This is nothing but a way for them to get that 18th game eventually. Yeah. Mm. Matt, what you got? Well, I mean, I, I tend to, from the fan perspective, I think it's great, you know, having two more teams in the playoffs. 
Um, but, you know, for the players, I could see why they're apprehensive. I mean, that's just another game where they could get hurt. Yeah. You know, affect their careers. Taking away a preseason game doesn't matter. They don't, the starters don't play in that fourth preseason right, game yep. anyway. So, the point. Yep. so, yeah, there's more exposure from the player perspective. Um, but from a fan perspective, I, I think it's great. Um, at, look, I, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I may be a fan that's in the minority. I think it's goofy, man. I, you know, for, I guess conventional wisdom, you'd be like, oh, man, more football. Who, yeah, great. I'm just not a fan of leagues trying to fix what ain't broke, man. You know what I'm saying? I mm. I, I like the intrigue of the playoff system as it is. I don't need a, a extra week or two of football because by the time the season ends, it's kind of watered down fatigue anyway, man. It's fatigue everything. and you don't get quality play and you got all these people starters sitting out. I, I don't need an extra week of that, man. I'm, I'm good on it, man. Uh, it could work if there were some tweaks. Like I would like a rule that stated – that there were 17 games, but players could only play in 16 of them. Mm-hmm. So then, so then, so then, teams would have to determine, Ooh. okay, what's your load management game and what's not. Right. That would give a that chance for, yeah, for that. That would actually increase the parity because then you no have doubt. worse teams that would have a chance to possibly win games in yeah. which a better team was low managing. And it would, it, it would obviously make a, a hell of a last week of the season. It, it would. Yeah. I, I see the pros to it, but just to say, okay, guys. Play more football. By the way, you're not yeah. going to make any more money. Right, right, right. right. But, but play more see, football. And, and, no, you can't do that. And that's one of my biggest problems. That's one of the biggest problems to me. The players get 48% of the pie right now. You want me to play a game or two? We need to bump this up yeah, to at least 50%. No doubt. No doubt. 50% of the pie. Yeah, I think the uh, – I don't have the article up, but I think – the, it was going to go up to 49.2%. No, no, no. You need yeah. point eight more. Not enough, man. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Give me that 0.8 more. I need that 8 tenths, for real, <laughs> yeah. Which will never, that'll never happen. No. The NFL will never and then, And then mm-hmm. the NFL is going to eventually get this way because you know they're going to bully the, the players and the players are going to complain and they're going to cave and it's going to be a little lockout if they don't do it. So we're going to get the 17th game in 2021. Now, now I am not entirely opposed to – um. I'm not entirely opposed to adding more teams to the playoffs. Um, I'm not like the biggest fan of it. I'm not, but I'm, I, I'd be okay I, with it. More, I would, like, more that, than being I would like that better than adding a game. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. I, I, I'd take mm-hmm. that better. Yeah, I'd take that. Because take that. Uh, one of the, as, as much parity as there is in the NFL, which is probably the saving grace of that league, of right. the league right now, is that right. yeah. anybody's team can win. Yeah. Uh, the problem is that I, I still hate the fact that a divisional winner gets a home playoff game. I hate that. And I know the Panthers benefited from it in 2015. Oh, but yeah. I, I still yeah. hate it because then you have teams like the 2010 Patriots, which went 11 and five, missed but the missed the playoffs mm-hmm. somehow. That's absolutely ridiculous. Or you have, uh, you know, the 2011 Seahawks beating the the Saints because oh, the Saints yeah. had to travel all the way to Seattle to play a road playoff game even they though the they had the better record. Mm-hmm. I think that adding another um team team to each conference could I think make a little more could, could alleviate yeah. that. So mm-hmm. yeah. So I'm good with that. So um yeah, uh, I think we can take a quick break here because we have a very important culture piece to talk about coming up here. So quick word from my sponsor anchor.f And we're back under construction. Uh, we're here with our guest, Matt Morrow from Charlotte Football Insiders, joining us today. We have a 
pretty important culture yeah. topic to talk about. Y'all the, know what this the last is. dance, the last this weekend one. Is, the, is the perfect mesh of two things dance. happening at once. One, Tonight. everyone in the city gets their tax oh, returns back, and it just so happens, just, time. just so happens, time. they get their tax returns back. I can smell the rims. <laughs> On the rented Bentleys in downtown Charlotte. (laughs) And the Reggie. For a little event we like to call CIAA Weekend. So for those who don't know, the CIAA tournament uh, is historically played here in Charlotte. Uh, And every black person in the United States descends upon our fair city. (laughs) And we party for four days straight. Just Party. Oh, and by the way, oh, excuse me. And by the way, there's a basketball tournament. Yeah, there's some. There's some. Oh, by the way, there's some basketball games going on too. Right. But uh, every retired rapper comes out, (laughs) has a show. It's great. A great, great time. Now you gotta be careful where you go. You can't just go to any. Can't go to any party. Can't go to any. You see your guy on the party run. Yeah. (laughs) Just can't be anywhere. Can't be anywhere. You can have a great, great time. In Charlotte. Yeah, something for but everybody. This <laughs> is the last weekend. Last dance. Uh, mm. Last season, mm. uh, it was announced the CIAA tournament would be moving to Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> oh my I don't God. Know why. Good luck with that. God. Yeah. It's not going to last. So, <laughs> Somebody's going to do a wire party. I'm yeah. calling it. So, but, but it's only a two year contract, and that opens the door for it to possibly come back. Almost like, hey, this is a trial. Now, to be fair, the CIAA tournament. Or I'm just gonna call it the weekend. Has a very tepid relationship with the city. The city, yeah. Mm-hmm. The city and uh, some of the residents in the city. You you have an influx of people from other cities. Yep. To be, I'm just be fair. You do have a small uptick in in crime that occurs. Uh, there's what what's been known as the CIAA tax. Yeah, yeah. Mm. We have restaurants and Very bars in real. Charlotte mm. charging patrons of a certain skin color a little bit more money. Uh, but for some reason, ACC tournament doesn't right happen during ACC back, or Speed Week or any of those other events. But during the CIAA tournament, it does happen. <coughs> Rich Carlton. <coughs> yeah. So, um, so some people will see this as a great thing for the city. I think I don't want to see the tournament go. No, no, no. Even though I haven't been out for CIAA weekend it's in some years, right, right? But I don't want to see it go. I love the fact that Charlotte is in the spotlight in the spotlight yeah. for um, you know the CIAA tournament, which is important in itself. We joke about the basketball game, but yeah. you know a historically uh, black college university based athletic association hosts their tournament in our city. Yeah, and um, their headquarters is in Charlotte. Is in Charlotte. So your thoughts game. on? The weekend, it leaving. What's the, what this what this means for Charlotte? Is it gonna come back? Charlotte continues its aggression on black events. Uh, we didn't we didn't make a play for it at all. We we just kind of say, hey, it was fun. Now you can go now because we want to satisfy these constituents down in this area and ignore everybody. What a coincidence! Because there's another big event coming up in this city this year. Mm, yeah, I wonder what that is. Mm. Yeah. What is wow. it? What is wow. it? What is it? Wow, wow. man. Yeah. I, that's just, wow. I'm sorry. Job of memory. What is it? Uh, no, so, when I, we will uh, not mention <laughs> the name. It doesn't deserve to be mentioned. <laughs> but continue your thoughts, sir. I didn't mean to cut you off, Mr. No, nah, I'm done, man. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> man, what you got? Well, you know, the first thing is not everyone on the council was for the CIAA leaving. 
there were some people that were disappointed that we didn't put a bid in. Um, the economic impact, I think it's fifty million dollars, fifty-five million, yeah, fifty-five million. Yes, that that this, uh, tournament brings. Why would you turn um, down fifty-five million dollars in free money? I that's don't insane to me. Okay, money insane. has a color. If you uh, the culture, that. you know, we, <laughs> apparently has more than one color. The culture of the parties <laughs> and everyone coming in, you know, is great. You know, exposure for the city. Um, the crime deal, you know, people make too big of of a deal about one or mm-hmm. two events happening. Mm-hmm. When you mentioned the event that's coming, it's going to bring probably more <laughs> yes. of those incidents There's going to, be some, to our city some conflict, with some a clashes, probably yeah. similar economic impact. Mm. So but here, it's disappointing. Here's my thing, man. <clears throat> you know, I, I understand that there has to be a level of concern for an uptick in crime. Let me remind y'all that this city had how many murders last year without CIAA weekend? Is is it okay for me to remind everybody that Charlotte wasn't the safest place outside of the tournament? You get what I'm saying? So to me, man, that's kind of just a crutch to to fall back on. But to go back to what you said, man, $55 million impact. I. Uh, dude, the 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 crime, the, the, so, the quote unquote uptick in crime does not outweigh the. Didn't economic. we just give David exactly. Tepper one hundred ten million dollars? Did, did we not just mm-hmm. get this soccer stadium? I, yeah. I, I mean, where's all this money coming from? That, yeah. that, let's <laughs> talk about that. But anyway, as far as the CIAA tournament, man, and, and this the last one being here, I have enjoyed the CIAA tournament here for years. It is a beautiful thing. I have had some of the best times of my life in Charlotte. Especially the beginning. Especially at the beginning. Especially the early years. The early years years were amazing, man. Mm -hmm. The early years were amazing. It was so well organized. Like, the city actually did a great job. It's like a family with it. reunion atmosphere. Right, right, and 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 I and I'm sad to see it go, man. Now to discuss the point of it coming back, um, it's going to Baltimore for two years. It'll be back. They'll they'll be begging. It'll be. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's, here's pay you. They think, the, uh, they think the uptick in crime in Charlotte. Right. You going to Baltimore? You going to Baltimore? Really? You worried about crime? <laughs> So I, I would I would kind of mm-hmm. pump the brakes on calling it the last one because I don't believe it's the last one, man. And and by default, if not any if not for anything else, look at the location. It's in a good central location yes. for all these yes. schools and all these mm-hmm. alumni, and it's like the city's like it's it's been a perfect fit, man. And they have multiple yeah. we have multiple venues. Baltimore they don't they only have that one arena. Maybe I'm thinking I don't know. I, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, just the layout of Baltimore is it's tough it's, to have. Yeah, yeah, it is. Know, yeah, sustain yeah. it. For, right. For that. That's but, probably why they did a two-year contract. Yeah, because they want to see how this one, this the first year goes and see if they can improve upon it and then probably try to move it again. So, mm-hmm. again, it'll be back in two years. I'm pretty confident about that. And we can enjoy what we've enjoyed for the last 13 years, man. So, um I'm looking forward to it, man. I don't know how much partying I'm going to do personally, but I, I again, I, I hate to see it go. I'm going to go out one last time. If not for anything else, man, it raises the profile of our city, man. Can I, can I jump in real quick? Of course. of course. If you see a club that you have never heard of hosting a party, <laughs> do not go to that club. No, 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 no. It's that simple. I'm running. You're like, man, you just the word of of this <laughs> this lounge. I never heard of because it's probably some warehouse at the end of yeah. some street somewhere. <laughs> the devil and you know is better be than the devil safe. you don't. So, yeah, uh, avoid you, you gotta know the spots. So, you let know. me have one exit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's a red light when you come off of uh, what exit is that right by Johnson C. Smith? <laughs> 
when you come off of like 16, it's right, it, it never turns green. So just, just, just turn right. Just don't right turn. Don't yeah. right turn. Just, just go. Just go. Yeah, because if you stop, somebody might want to talk to you. Uh, just, just a PSA. Roswell's Ferry is not fully gentrified yet. Uh, just no. Only about so two blocks. So pass so pass party, the church's chicken. And then you stop right there. Pass the church's chicken. I would like to let everybody know you're talking to some Charlotte OGs. We hey, are here to help. Okay, I got, I got a real That's quick story. Right. Okay, so a few years ago, my son wanted some Jordan flu game 12s for Christmas, oh, right? Jesus. I know hard, very hard for you to find, right? Mm. So we're looking on Craigslist, and we find a guy on Craigslist. Mistake no. one. Oh, yep. Um, <laughs> no, the story has a, a good ending. So, so he has them, right? So we're like, sure, let's meet in somewhere public, right? Because uh, he was selling them for like 150 which mm. is about the shoe, right, right, right. About, shoe about 150 200 bucks. So he's like, yeah, meet me behind the church's chicken. You know what? No, but see, this is what parents go through for our children. So, so my wife was like, okay, so I'm like, Yo, I'm going with you. Because she found the ad. So so we roll up and sure enough, this dude, like we sitting in, the, in behind the church's chicken on Baby's floor at Robert's Ferry. And this cat come up. Hey, y'all. He like opens the bag. I look, Jordans are legit. They legit. They're not bootlegging nothing. So I gave him $150 and he, he ran off into the woods. So, <laughs> you know, the woods right by the. So, no, exactly what you're yeah, talking about. So, I mean. My kids had a good Christmas, <laughs> but but you had to, if you if you're not from Charlotte, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. We're not from here. You don't know how to get away. Yeah, you don't know the escape route. You <laughs> <laughs> ready to the woods? Yeah, right we, to the we woods. We need a Charlotte segment on places and roads to avoid. So yeah, avoid not, because I got plenty I can go down. Yeah. Man, so just, just be careful. Bro. If you see the address, Beatty's Ford Road, but I do not suggest going to any day go. parties yeah. off of Beatty's <laughs> Ford Road. Go to I the downtown parties. Yes. Yes. Stick, stick to those areas. And I live so. off Beatty's Ford Road. <laughs> <laughs> we converted the old food line by Hamilton's. If you go down Roswell's Ferry, I mean, you see people like jogging there. It is so not weird. fully gentrified yet. Yeah, yeah. Don't let it fool you. Yeah. <laughs> don't let Becky <laughs> walking that dog fool you. <laughs> they know Becky. They don't know you. They don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Okay. You know that's gonna take us uh oh, to our man. shout outs. Uh, <laughs> we'll let our guests go first. Um uh, shout outs, shout ats, if there's anybody you want to get um, at. Um yeah, I mean shout out to um everyone that supports Charlotte Football Insiders. No you doubt. guys, you know, make make what we do a pleasure. Uh and of course I have to shout out my wife once again for allowing me to do everything that I do out here in uh, in the city. I will give a shout out to our continued supporters, uh our guest today, Matt. Uh shout out to uh Mr. Wilder. Uh <laughs> You can't celebrate black history anymore. Yeah, yeah. To this day. We done took him off the black history month roster. He, yeah. you know. well, the, the trade is already in progress. Uh, yeah. Black yeah. delegation. Yeah, we're we going to pick up Max Kellerman. Uh, <laughs> we'll trade you. That's a good deal. <laughs> he, he did. He wrapped in everything. It's a good deal. Um, shout out goes to the NBA. Um, when I tell you they got it right last week, as far as the NBA All Star mm, yeah. festivities, yeah. man, it was like a yeah. one, man. Mm-hmm. Like I was thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly impressed about just the whole production and the presentation and how they represented Chicago and, and how 
in tune that they are with black culture. It was just amazing to me, man. Everything from the intro to the to the stories to to everything, everything was such a success as far as NBA All Star Weekend. No, man. Chicago has culture. Yeah. Charlotte. We're working, we're working on it. We're working on it. So before anybody asks, like, oh, couldn't, couldn't do that for Charlotte. Yeah. Like, what was y'all expecting? Y'all yeah. wanted Joe to see this before? Like, I don't, yeah. Like, yeah. like we working on our culture thing. You got Kim So shout out to the league, man. For my shout out, I want you to imagine the scenario. Imagine you're a 42 year old maintenance man. <laughs> I know where you're going with this. Yep. There's a, a, there's a reason he has that jersey on. At an NHL arena. And mm. you drive the Zamboni oh, every yeah. night. Mm. And one day, in the middle of a game, the opposing team says, hey, we need you to suit up and finish the game for us. And then you do that, and you win, and you get first star. That actually happened last night. 42-year-old David Ayers, who was a maintenance man and Zamboni driver for the Toronto Maple Leafs, had to come in as emergency backup goalie for the opposing Carolina Hurricanes in which he stopped 8 to 10 shots and what? preserved their lead. They ended up winning 6-3. He got y'all. first yeah. star. Yeah. So, it, Amazing here's, here's what's crazy. Mm-hmm. He didn't have a Hurricanes goalie mask. He had to wear a Toronto Maple Leaf <laughs> Look, goalie I was, mask. I was, I was looking online. I'm like, why is this guy in the Maple Leaf mask? <laughs> the Maple Leaf mask on and a Hurricanes jersey. That is the craziest, one of the That's craziest sports things I've, I've seen, ever man. heard of. Yeah, man. And, uh, yeah. it, you know, they, they interviewed the Hurricanes goalie coach. He's like, I didn't even know what the rule was. He was like, I've never seen a situation in which both the goalies go down, your primary and your backup. And you know some guy like, hey, you're the goalie now, and uh, and won the game, and he got a nice champagne shower uh, from the team afterwards. So good on him. It's crazy. Like it's like something out of a movie. You get to yeah. live mm-hmm. your sports dream, um, you know, for once in your life. Good so, stuff, man. Panthers use me for offensive guard next year. When uh, it'd be, I mean, it'd, it'd I'm work. good for one quarter. It will work. Yeah, one quarter. about two, three plays. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna come a cut block everybody. <laughs> yeah. That's going to do it for us this week. Thank you for your continued you, support. You, you, you will see you. us again thank you next week. Tomorrow. We got one more shout out. Shout out our... Yes, we yes. got an intern. We got an intern, y'all. We got an intern. Hey, watch out come on camera hey, come real on, quick. Come on, no, come on, come on. Come on. Come on. Just show your face. Say hello to everybody. Sheena. Sheena, thank you very much. Thank you, thank you, thank My you. My wife is here, but she's... She uh, yeah, she hiding back there. She, yeah, Roger's wife right hiding back there. <laughs> yes. Studio, so, studio audience. So this is what happened. Remember a few weeks ago we said, hey, if you want to help Support under construction. Want to help us out with anything? Contact us. Sheena reached out, and uh, and here she is, uh, learning how to produce a, a podcast and YouTube show. So, so the offer still stands for anyone who wants to help be part of the under construction. Group. No doubt. So, thank you very much. You guys have a good week. Take care of yourselves and each other.